Hey, this is Count Boogie, the son of Satan, and you're listening to Porn Director Podcast. Live from the San Fernando Valley, it's the number one podcast in the adult entertainment industry. The Porn Director Podcast. Starring award-winning and veteran director and filmmaker Sal Genoa. And he's a DSA aficionado, the best producer in the business, and the king of drops, Khan. We are the PornDirectorPodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at PornDirPod, at Sal underscore Genoa, Facebook.com slash CON.PDP. Search Porn Director Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, vid.me and youtube we are brought to you by adrianachechik.com salgenoa.com and adamandeve.com please send all questions and comments to sal or khan at porndirectorpodcast.com let's talk porn Third, third week in the row playing the wrong intro i just did you uh, hear, like right before that yeah. i go hey did you and then I it probably some people probably caught that. It was in the very beginning. I go, I'm, hey, <laughs> I'm gonna fix that right now. While, while you're you're yapping it up, I'm fixing that. Okay, you want to go back and just redo the whole thing all over again? No. Anyway, we're too pro. For we're that. too good for that. <laughs> this is what happens when you're the best in the biz. All right, here's here's what the week entailed. Uh, Con, my friend Chris died. He was a fan of the show. Oh, uh, wait, what? Yeah. Oh, Jesus <laughs> um, and uh, awesome guy. Known him since '94. We traveled the world together. A big Nautica Thorn fan. He actually was uh, house-sitting for her at one point, which was cool. So I want to dedicate the show to Chris. He's awesome. Was awesome. Will always be awesome. I'm never saying was with Chris because he's such a nice guy. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Fan of the show as well. So anyway, enough of that. I want to say happy birthday to your brother. Yeah. That's right. Today (laughs) is his birthday. One of my heroes. Born in 1970. Khan loves to hear it when I call his brother my hero. Oh, I I'm fine with that. I know. <laughs> I can uh, dig it. Uh, also, I uh, got a great email from Artie again, and I'm going to put this to rest, Con. Okay. Okay. I even can't confirm this with one of the higher-ups at AVN. I'm not going to say who, because he's one of my homies. And it's not even important, but it's been going on all week, and I'm, I'm going to put it finally put it to an end. We, uh, we got the last Amber Rain interview, if you guys want to go do the math on that. And what's important about that is absolutely nothing. Do you know why? Because I'd rather Amber be here to talk about the next hockey season coming up or what scene she was doing or her retirement and her love for horses and stuff. So here it is, Con. We got it. Who cares? February 11th, 2016, <laughs> yeah. episode 123. Go listen to it. It's awesome. And, and, and listen to it with the, the caring fact that, uh, it, you know, she was filled with life at that point. And, and uh, she um, is no longer with us. And that's sad because, like I've been saying this forever, I would talk to her about ice hockey. Even when I left the biz and started my own gym, she would say, hey, the devils are getting this. I'm like, wow. A, ba- a porn relationship based on hockey is awesome. So, yeah, let's just not even talk about that anymore. Rest Go listen in to that peace. interview, et cetera. Thanks again, everybody that's out there tweeting for us. Um, I want to do like a tweet contest, Con, if they like tweet X amount of times per week. You know what I mean? And were you working on that guy, Kim, that wants to, f- the guy, the guy, Kim, that's going to fuck a girl if he wins a contest? Have you worked yeah, on that yeah, yet? Yeah, Kim? we're going to have a, all right, we're, we're going to have a contest, right? And okay. um, if you win, you get to come on the podcast and, and fuck a girl. And, okay. and hey, why not let them choose the girl? Yeah, I mean, like, that's a great cares? idea. 
Who cares? Well, yeah. They'll be tested, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. That'd be interesting. Well, I mean, I think we should tell our listeners that I, at least once a week, either on Facebook, email, Twitter, or YouTube, okay. someone will message us and ask us how to have sex with porn stars. Oh, you know what I've said for 140 some odd episodes? Just be nice. <laughs> Treat them like women. Treat them like <laughs> Treat them like a lady. Anyway, Con. So <clears throat> the other day, Venus Lux got a hold of me. We love her. She's been on the show a bunch of times. And she said, I'm doing this little burlesque thing to raise awareness. And it's a charity event. We're going to find out why tonight. Where was my invite? Talk to Venus, bro. Right. I was actually working. All right. It wasn't really. But I did see uh, my, many of our friends were there, including Mo the Monster. Oh, Mo. Brock oh. Doom. Okay. Love him. Yeah. And Evan Stone. Mr. Stone. So it was pretty good. Mr. Chippendales himself. <laughs> Get to see all those guys down there. But I, I was doing uh, the camera work and uh, uh, Omar Plata was actually doing the sound. And the interviewee was a woman that I met that night named Susie Q. And she goes, hi, I'm Susie Q. Bah, 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 bah. I have my own podcast. I said, holy shit, so do we. And 72 hours later, dum, dum, she dum. Said, Hit it. What? What do you want? <laughs> I thought you were going to hit that. Oh, I thought you were going to properly intro her. No, I am. I'll give a drum roll. So, tonight, she... And here's what's beautiful. I'm going to go on a rant again. What is my problem? Here's why tonight's show is awesome. Because last week, we lit a girl on fire. Con, remember? Right I, there. Oh, yes, I do remember. Okay, so... Uh, tonight I wanted to, cause my ultimate dream with this show is to have a variety of things about the industry. I know you guys love it when the little teeners come on and they say, Oh, is, is that a, a G spot lollipop? <laughs> I know you guys love that. Okay. Con and I love it too, but listen, we're here to bring people like Buck Angel on, uh, Venus Lux on and Susie Q to talk about things that matter in the big picture and some things you well, might not Susie even know Well, Susie Q about. is not too hard on the eyes as well. <laughs> you know? But what I'm saying is... <laughs> I got glasses. That's impossible. Well, the glasses make it better, right, Con? <laughs> I know when you take those glasses off, you're a superhero. Wait a second. You're a superhero. Anyway, so we're going to get to talk to Susie Q tonight because she has a lot of things that I'm not sure people can even comprehend, such as new props that are going in, uh, in, in to be voted on that we need to talk about. Oh, props, uh, not insertions. <laughs> no. I okay. was thinking props, too. Yeah. Uh, she's also with the Free Speech Coalition, which is fucking huge. People need to know about that. So tonight, please welcome Susie Q is here tonight. Karen. Hi, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I love the sound effects. Oh, that's real studio audience. Who are you kidding? That's I everyone know. in the audience. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm like Tinkerbell. I need applause to live. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's deep. Ooh. So t tell us, please, please, for the, the millions of listeners around the world. Connor, we have to a million yet? Not almost million. close for the tens of thousands around the world. Fill us in, please. Tell us what you, where. Oh wow! Come on. Thank you, sir. And then we're. I want to get the the really cool stuff. Not because you have your own podcast, thewhorecast.com. Follow her at Susie Q James, and we'll tell that later because I'm gonna have to break that down with the spelling, like Susan the Banshees <laughs> exactly. for all you over thirty five types. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> please tell us your most important role in the entire adult industry. Please fill us in. Oh my gosh. Um, well, and you you're know, from the Midwest. 
I am not from the Midwest at all. I'm California what born and bred. What happened to the I, I don't know. I just... You see, man, maybe around a lot of people from Wisconsin. <laughs> Potentially. Okay. Um, Fill us in, please. You're well, very interesting. Let's get to it. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> so, yeah, my name's Susie. I've been in the adult industry for six or seven years now. I'm originally uh, based out of the San Francisco Bay Area and just moved down here to Los Angeles, and I'm enjoying it very much. Um, I still write for the San Francisco Weekly. That's where the name The Real or the Real Whore Next Door comes from. My column is The Whore Next Door. Um, I've been their sex columnist for about three years now. And uh, yeah, but I moved down to L.A. to uh, take a job at the Free Speech Coalition, which is the trade association of the adult industry. Um, I've been appointed their director of policy and industry relations, which is awesome. I essentially get to mobilize worker voices and fight for the rights of people who work in the adult industry, which is what I've been doing like anyway, but trying to do that through like a podcast and a newspaper column. Now I work for a nonprofit, which is Way easier, let me tell you. We've done the same. We, I, I, I talked to Khan a long time ago, and I said, you already have an existing podcast. Um, and I said, I have these connections with the industry. Let's do a show about the positive sides of the industry. If a girl comes on and say she had a, you know, a crappy scene for a company, she's not allowed. I don't want her to even mention who it was or anything. So I figure, and, and you can tell by the fan base, we have a lot of people. Are, they're just really cool people. So, and you, you mentioned something in one of your interviews that I remember listening. You were like, look, I, I meet some of the coolest people in porn. Oh, yeah. Oh, which yeah. you would think would be totally wrong. I, I mean, oh, I hate it so much. <laughs> Sex worker stigma is like just this intense disease that we have as a culture. Nice. And um, it, it infiltrates everyone. Every time you think you're safe from it, you know, I was, I was on the phone with a you know, some PR account today and they were like giving me, giving me shit around, uh, you know, who knows what, but it's my right. first thought. I'm like, there it is. There it is again. Oh. I thought, you know, every time the little corners, it's rears its ugly head. Um, but yeah, no, I think that as soon as I entered the industry and I started out uh, dancing, I danced at the Lusty Lady Theater in San Francisco and North Beach, which was the world's only Exactly. <laughs> There was a girl who used to dance to that all the time. I'm sure there was. Many girls, wouldn't you say? Kyle? The one in particular, though, who just like fucking loved it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> She's a little older. After White Snake was off. Anyway. But I started out there, and that was a unionized worker-owned peep show. And oh. it was run by the, run by these amazing women. And like I met all these, cra- these people that I was like, wait a second. Turns out that everything I've ever been told about this industry and the people who work in it was actually a lie for the most part. Uh, these are actually some of the coolest people I've ever met. The, America's best and brightest. People who've you know, busted out of the matrix in a way. You know right. what I mean? Um, so as soon as I figured that out, I was like, I have to spend my life figuring out how to tell people this truth that has been this great lie that has spanned basically the entirety of wow, like Western like civilization. getting into religion. <laughs> anyway, a little bit, you know, on. power of the pussy. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm fascinated because you have such a, a high ranking position to help the world understand that porn is okay, mm-hmm. sex work is fine. Yep. And, and that's huge. When, when I found this out about you, I was like, oh, please come on and tell everybody. Aww. Because, you know, the, the fans that have listened to our show so far, are just they're into the girls. And, right. and, and you know, we've had also every, we've had trans girls on, uh, gay male talent, Buck Angel was on. So <laughs> every greatest show ever. <laughs> Um, but I so wanted dreamy. you to be able to tell people, look, there's certain certain things that are going to be going through legislature you yeah. need to tell us about. And and what exactly is the Free Speech Coalition, if, if someone asked you? 
Totally. So the Free Speech Coalition is the trade association of the adult industry. So we represent our member base, which is very vast. We've uh, been in the business for 25 years now, defending and protecting and connecting and growing the adult industry uh, from payment processors to individual porn stars to content producers to, you know, up and down. You know, porn includes a lot of different types of uh, industries at this point. Uh, The sex industry is vast. You know, we have pleasure products. And so we bring all those folks together and we try to meet everyone's needs you know we are a family at the end of the day because the world is really against us so the free speech coalition facilitates that community and is a force for that so we represent folks for litigation i don't know if you heard about the big 2257 ruling that came down recently um that, that was us we've <laughs> sunk a lot of money into litigating that for like 11 we'll talk, years talk about that what for what, sure what is that so you guys are porn directors you know about 2257 okay he uh, is okay <laughs> so when you um you you know, you had me fill out a model release, right? Mm. That, um, and we're not shooting porn today, hopefully. Con, what have you gotten <laughs> your into? Not yet. <laughs> oh. oh, you didn't sign up for that one, did you? No. Well, so, Sissy. Oh, man, I knew this couch looked familiar. So, I heard you've been trying to get into the porn industry. <laughs> into or out of? <laughs> Oh, I thought we were going to do a casting couch. Oh, which job. is my favorite type. Oh, wow, con. <laughs> anyway, it. please, anyway. let's stay focused on what's real. So... so how, how do normal fans like ours help out the oh, industry yeah. by talking to the free speech call? What can they do if they, they if they say, you know what, Sal and Khan bring the show to me every week, but I want to make a difference in the industry. I have great friends there. How do they? How can they contribute? Well, they can join and they can become members okay, because cool. part of all of this is you know. We can all stick together and be a family of, of misfits and pirates, you know, um, but within the, at the end of the day, we also need our allies. And so the best way to get involved is to join the freespeechcoalition.com slash membership. You can join as a consumer advocate. Um, you know, if you give money to Planned Parenthood or the Human Rights Co- uh, Coalition or, uh, you know, ACLU, I, consider giving some money to the Free Speech Coalition every month. Um, you know, you can have a small membership or you can have a large one, whatever works for you. Um, that's a great way to get involved. Right now, what we really need everyone to also do is vote no on Prop 60 in California. See that, guys? I knew it. Vote no. (laughs) What is Prop 60? So Prop 60 is unfortunately titled the Safer Sex in the Adult Film Industry Act. We tried to get that title changed. Uh, it didn't work out. But So that's how it, it will read on the ballot. It is a Trojan horse an initiative, pun very much intended. Um, it doesn't itself mandate condoms in the adult industry. What it does do is provide incentivized harassment as a way of um, enforcing that. So if, for example, you or I were enjoying an adult film on the couch here, perhaps together on a, on a Tuesday night. Yeah, put that music on. Yeah, there we go. So, you know, we're watching a film. And I say, Con, wait, do you do you see a condom in this film? I don't see it. Do you see a condom in here? I don't no. See, no, I don't see one. I can't watch it anymore. No, well, they they either did a great job removing it uh, digitally, which cost a whole bunch of money. I don't know if you guys know how, how tedious that is in post. So they either did a great job doing that, or maybe it was never there in the first place. Bum, bum, bum. Uh-oh, here it comes. Here, come on, come on. I don't have no, a you don't have a bum bum bum. Anyway, we do. So, what Prop Six? Okay, that's pretty. That's fair. It's fair. Um, so currently, the law states that uh, anyone 
you or I could file a Cal OSHA complaint um, against a workplace, a perceived workplace hazard. Now, ah. Cal OSHA is the governing body that go- uh, governs workplace safety in the state, right? Right. So they get to decide, oh, yes, this was dangerous. Oh, yes, someone was hurt. Yay or nay, whatever. Now, if Cal OSHA decides that, hey, no one was hurt by there not being a condom there because testing happened every 14 days, there was no exposure, they decide not to take action um, and say that there was no workplace safety violation. What Prop 60 will do is enable that person who filed the complaint, any resident of California can do that, Mm -hmm. it will empower them to continue that lawsuit, to file a lawsuit against anyone who made that, not just the performers, not just the producers, anyone who has a financial interest. Everyone's going to, anyone who makes is going to be liable. Yes, basically. Yeah. And the person who files the complaint and files the lawsuit will get 25% of the settlement. Jesus. Don't worry. 25% of the settlement. And what we're really worried about is the way the law is written. It takes it directly into discovery. So legal names and home addresses become part of that legal proceeding, mm. which and we use aliases for a reason. You know, I'm not my real name. Wait, not you're Suzy not Susie Q? I mean, Jesus. that's what my book is under. At <laughs> Susie Q. James. S-I-O-U-X. S I E Q James Instagram the real whore next door Snapchat Susie Q James and it's the whorecast.com follow her and blow her the fuck up free so, speech coalition.com too right yeah or dot org dot com dot com okay um so yeah we're very concerned about prop 60 it is incentivized harassment of the adult industry and like no other industry would that fly under if there were there was a you know, piece of legislation around i don't know waitresses like you can sue a waitress if you don't like the way she looks right like yeah. that would never pass well maybe i don't know that one would be pretty good actually. <laughs> oh. but yeah it's it seems like it is definitely a quote unquote witch hunt in a sense exactly um so what's the best thing that people can do they can vote no on this they correct? can vote no um use the hashtag no prop 60 um, spread the word. Don't harass. CAA.com is the website for the, oh, okay. the no campaign. Um, you can donate at Free Speech Coalition. That's the best way to get those funds. Um, and when when is the vote happening? November 8th. So register to vote now. Like, don't don't wait. If, when you're at a festival, when you're out in the summer, like being being crazy and someone's like, do you want to register to vote? Like, say yes, do it. <laughs> and like put a and reminder in your just phone. Like that, huh? I mean, that's got to sound like sometimes. <laughs> um, Whatever. Exactly. So yeah, vote no on Prop 60. That is the most uh, pressing matter, I think, no. right yeah, now. Yeah, that's absolutely. Mm-hmm. So Venus is, uh, was raising money for... The Adult Performer Advocacy Committee. APAC, as it's known APAC. in the biz. Now explain to us what APAC is, please. So APAC, and I just joined as a member of APAC. I'm not on the uh, you know board or anything like that. So um, I'm not the expert. I'm not the, you should have a Chanel Preston or Ella Darling on here sometime. Uh, you know? Chanel's probably next week. See how oh, I roll? Oh, perfect. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, Chanel's who you want to talk to about APAC. She's currently the president. And she's amazing. Oh, well. Um, so APAC is really important because they are uh, a performer-led group. I believe uh. they have several hundred members, um, and they are by performers for performers. And so... We work very closely with them because anytime we uh, want to talk about about workers, we want to centralize their voices. Like even though I've been in the adult industry for six years or whatever, I alone am not able to you know speak for all the performers. You right, know, right, right, I'm right. just I work for the Free Speech Coalition. I have a background in the adult industry, but the Adult Performer Advocacy Committee that is made up of current active performers, and like centralizing those voices is crucial when we're talking about legislating this industry. Right? That's awesome. Yeah. So. 
the number one thing for for fans to help would be uh, become a member um, with the free speech. Vote no. Vote no. Vote no on Prop 60. Prop 60 if you're in California. And uh, if you're male talent and you listen to the show, a lot of you guys do, a lot of female talent as well, jump over to APEC so you can be heard and your voices are heard. Absolutely. And follow FSC Army uh, for updates on how to stay involved, uh, especially if, if you are in the industry. Um, another thing to be aware of is uh, the Cal OSHA proceedings. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's linked to Prop 60, right? Um, but unfor- Prop, Prop 60 would negate any work that we are doing with Cal OSHA, which we have been working heavily with them since February when we had a really big victory mm-hmm. and they listened to us. Can we- you uh, talk about that? Because I'd love to, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so in February... <laughs> Uh, that's actually when I started working with the Free Speech Coalition. I said, hey, do you guys have a social media strategy in place for this big meeting on in February at Kalosha? They said, no, not really. Do you want a job? And so that, And I saw a Bella Danger speech up there on, on social media. So that was very nice of you to do that. Absolutely. She's an important voice. I, you know, her getting up there and saying, hey, I'm best new starlet. I'm fucking everywhere. <laughs> and like, I feel very, very safe with the current self-regulated system in regards to testing and my choices around condoms that means something that girl shoots a lot you know so how was it a victory exactly okay so cal osha was pushing forward regulations specific to the adult industry that were essentially copy and pasted from like medical regulations this is the california occupational Occupational health and safety osha Right. Yeah. <laughs> Messed that up, but maybe not. Anyway. So they were pushing forward regulations that uh, really would have made the way that you and I think of mainstream straight porn or gay porn or any porn um, would make that impossible. You know, the requirements around barrier protection, record keeping. Dental dams for uh, for girl, girl. A lot. You have oral to have sex, your yep. uh, uh, trash can there, your gloves, your safety goggles. Yep. And like. I've read it. There's nothing wrong with showcasing safer sex, but it's just like, you know, there have to be options. Otherwise, people will will do it outside of those options and no one will will be safe or good or happy ever again. Do you have any, I mean, Hartley was on our our podcast, Lover, and uh, she had some facts. Can you tell, do you know the stats of like how many times... Uh, HIV has been in the adult industry compared. I love, Absolutely. I'm, I'm building you up right now. Compared <laughs> to LA County in Los Angeles and California or, or so, ca- tell us some stats, please. So in the past 12 years <clears throat> on adult film sets, we have had zero onset transmissions of HIV. Um, that's zero. Zero. There have been zero onset transmissions of HIV in the adult film set. Can you think about like, do you know how many transmissions of HIV there have been in the general public in 12 years? Uh, it's got to be close to a million. It's, it's 500,000. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, just in, in the past decade. So close to, closer to a million if you're thinking now, 12 now, years. Because I've been, in, I, I started in 99 and uh-huh. I took a little bit of a breather, but still. Um, I, rem- I can remember certain cases of HIV, but as you said, it was not on set. It was not on set. There was one particular case, and I'm not facts, but I'm pretty close. Uh, Shooting in Brazil, guy goes out after mm-hmm. the shoot, has some fun, comes back in and, and had picked it up when he went out to get some local talent, maybe. Um, so that's a non-set and, ex- transmission. And the testing protocols are in place to screen. You know, That's why we do it beforehand. There was you know? another one where they were trying to get into the industry or something, and it came up positive, I remember. There was, there's been a couple like... 
so yeah. you guys are familiar with the pass system, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the, that the free speech coalition runs the pass system as one of the many things that we do. Um, and you know, I've, I've used that system. I've, I've put my body, you mm -hmm. know, out there in, in the trustworthiness of, of this system. And like, I've done some crazy things on, on camera, you know, and I've well, talk about safe. those, aren't we con? You know? Oh yeah. <laughs> Always. Um, and you know, the, the system, as a performer, I feel the system wor has worked well for me. Well, I've when never it was gotten thirty days. We all thought it was good. You know <laughs> it's, what I'm true. Saying? it's true. It's true. And now it's every fourteen, and and it's gotten that much better, and it, and it will continue to get better. You know, we I think the adult industry has proven that it's on the cutting edge of sexual health, and it's only through this gross stigma that people put on us that there's even legislation around this, as right. opposed to saying like, whoa, okay, so what are you guys doing? Can we? Can we get some of that? It seems like, you know, public health people yeah. should be coming to us and saying, <laughs> will you help us? Well, I know camera companies <laughs> rely on us to have the latest technology for their cameras. Um, exactly. What, what? Give me, please break this down because I never have on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, say you and Con are doing a scene. See, yeah. I'm just setting you up, buddy. You and Con <laughs> are doing a scene. Now, you go get tested and you come up positive for gonorrhea. Uh-huh. Please tell everybody around the world what happens next because i don't think people understand i don't think people understand yeah so, so what happens next what happens why, next? why do i have gonorrhea because i'm not giving it to me oh okay <laughs> fuck out of here well hopefully it's not that nasty antibiotic resistant gonorrhea that's oh, starting to go around yeah. but that's that's not as you know it's not as intense as people think um so in my and i can only speak as as talent you know i'm not a public health official and i'm not the uh what's the protocol the, the, the protocol yeah. The protocol is that everybody gets contacted. So the person who was tested obviously finds out. And then, uh, you know, they are informed. The producers are informed. The, the, shoot, the scene will get killed or, or that talent will, will be replaced, right? right? Um, and, and then antibiotics are taken like, but, but immediately. But I'm saying, uh, so, so you would be notified, Khan would be notified, and the people that you worked with within that last week would be yes, notified. Yes, anyone that you had had contact with, uh, you know, prior to that in the week, the, anyone who was uh, in that, that, that next generation of contact right. would that, also be notified uh, and given antibiotics as well. Yeah, you know. and we had a guy on our, our show, one of our favorite... Or treatment, I should say. One of our favorite fans is like, you know what? You guys talk about testing so much, I went out and did it. Yeah. And he just doesn't do scenes. He's just a fan of the show. And he totally. goes, I feel great about myself now. Yeah. I know I'm good. Like, it's if nice. you're not getting tested, please. Uh, it's and, part of self-care, honestly. And, and like, it's nice that we get to do it well, so often. We're the dirty, filthy, disease-ridden people. But I, <laughs> I've said this for almost three years. I've said, go to a club on a Saturday night and walk around mm. and ask eight people if they've had a test and they're going to go, what's a test? And you're going to be like, ugh, but those dirty, filthy porn people are getting tested every 14 days. 14 days. Yeah. No, I think that um, I heard, and don't quote me on this, but I heard a statistic that most people in the general population have one HIV test once ever. Yeah, like they get nervous and they take They're it. They're like, oh, then, yeah. Yeah, and then see, they, I, I had horrible unprotected sex with a stranger last night. Let me yeah, see if I have yeah. HIV. And they take, you know, the, the RNA test that, or not the RNA test, but the test that. PCR um, DNA. No. No, the, no, not that Even one. Worse. The, the ELISA test. Yeah. The ELISA test, the one that you just get if you go to Kaiser or AHF, who, by the way, are the proponents of uh, Prop 60, just in case anyone is curious. Um, yeah. <laughs> more on that You later. want to know a funny story. Hmm. I used to work for AHF. Oh, my God. I worked for Out of the Closet Thrift Store. Oh, cute. Right? <laughs> no, let me tell you a little tell something about Con, please. Tell AHF. Us. Yeah, lay this it down. Was, this was in late 90s, or mid 90s, right? The only reason they hired me is because they thought I was gay. When they found out I wasn't gay, they did everything in their power to get me to leave. Oh, 
Okay. Yes. Mr. Michael Weinstein oh, yeah. was hiring illegal immigrants that he was banging and giving them like the better jobs. Like I kept getting asked out. I was supposed to be, <laughs> I was supposed to be a, uh, I was supposed to be like the driver's navigator. Like okay. we used to drive around and pick up, um, and pick up uh, like furniture donations, mm-hmm, right. and and we would choose which store to go to, right? And that's what I got hired for. But when they found out I wasn't gay, they put me in the stock room tagging prices on shirts and stuff like that. Right. And um, poor Kai's so been devastated. These guys who couldn't over. read a map, who couldn't speak English, who were here illegally, who he, he was playing under the counter. We're getting the job that I was supposed to have, right? And and I'm a pretty liberal dude. I've never said, you know, like, they're stealing our jobs or anything like that. But they were stealing my job. (laughs) Those gays were stealing my job. (laughs) Man, you need to, like, call Donald Trump immediately. Like, you would, like... I could give him some ammo. Maybe we could get Donald Trump to endorse or say no problem. It went went so bad with these people. They, They couldn't speak English and they couldn't read a map. And finally, the drivers were like... We need Khan. Khan is more than qualified for this job. I mean, all it was is going left up. This is way before the, the GPS. GPS. Day. So your Thomas guide. Yeah, yeah. You. No, I, I, I literally sat with the Thomas guide in my lap and told the driver where to go. That wow. was my job. Amazing. And, uh, you and know, you were replaced by a machine just, <laughs> just a couple just, years later, just 15 years later, wow. I was replaced by a machine. No, but I mean, that entire just out of the closet thrift store, like all the managers were taking stuff home when people Already so corrupt when when people would donate like nice antiques, these guys would just like put like a three dollar price tag on it, buy it themselves and then go and sell it in an antique store or put it on, you know, uh, the whatever the trader was. Right. You know, antique trading rags and stuff eBay. like that. I mean, it was it was so corrupt. It, it was insane. And let me tell you how I got fired from this job. Please. They hired this this guy to drive me around. One day this guy gets in the cab and he's like, I'm so sick. I've been partying all night. And sits and just like leans over and pukes. Right? So he's like, we're driving around. And he's like, we're right by my house. Let me stop. I have to take a shit. Right? So he parks the car. He runs in. He comes back out and he goes, is can you see any white stuff on my nose and like lifts his head up and like there's white shit all around his nostril, you know, like, <laughs> and I don't think it was Coke. I think it was meth. Cause suddenly oh. he was like hopped up, you know, and we get back and I walk into my supervisor and I said, I will never get in the cab with that guy again. And here's the reasons why he goes off course on the route, wastes time. He's doing drugs on the job. He's showing up hungover or, or just strung out or whatever he is. And he's an unsafe driver. And what would your reaction be? Wow. Fair. Dude, thanks for letting me know. Right? What a good guy no, you are. No. Con, you've been a troublemaker. We're just going to take you off the bus, off the truck again. So I go back to the warehouse. Uh. Right? Finally, the other driver's like, no, I'm only going to ride with Con. And I said, fine, cool. I'll ride with these guys. But if you put me, I'll say his name. The guy's name was Manny. If you put me with Manny, I'm not going to show up for work. And like, sure enough, three weeks later, they put, they put, put me with Manny and I don't show up with work for work. And they call me up and uh, say, you know, why didn't you come into work? And I said, because you're trying to put me in a dangerous situation with a guy who does drugs 
who, you know, happens to hit fit your social click that you want this business to be. And you're putting me in danger just because you want to keep this guy around. And they said, well, you need to come talk to human resources. So I went to human resources up there. I don't know if they're still in that office on sunset. Oh yeah. uh, A sunset. And, uh, was like Coanga. It's Mm -hmm. like 15th floor or something. Went into human resources. And I thought, this is a, a corporation. They're running, yeah. you know, I'm going to It'll human resources. I walk in, they go, you will no longer be employed by a, by AHF. They fired me because I wouldn't ride with a guy who was strung out on drugs. I love that story. <laughs> yeah. That's that, horrible. And, I'm so and sorry. Michael like, Weinstein was the one that pulled. I, I, I wish I still had the paperwork because he's right. the one that signed everything. And he's the one, you know, back then there was only like a, maybe like 60 of us, probably like 30 of us. Oh, my God. I think there's four Alicotta stores. Uh, I'm going to follow up with you about that. I've, yeah. there, I know someone who's writing a thing. Really. Yeah, he's like, total scumbag, total scumbag. You know, like yeah. I, I will never forget what I like. I, I was even actually being sexually harassed. Mm-hmm. You know, a guy grabbed my pants and like open my pants and look down and like listen i am totally liberal i am cool like do it do what you want and i told the guy i'm uncomfortable with what you just did (laughs) stop and he kept doing it It became a game and he was a manager at a different store he kept doing it. he would slap me on the ass and stuff like that i filed a complaint with human resources guess what happened nothing nothing now i can be paranoid and I just think it's because I was straight and they didn't want me there. Right. Like they didn't give a shit because I was a straight guy. And I was the, the whole reason they hired me is back then I had the little, you know, bisexual heroin look going on. <laughs> Thank you, Leonardo DiCaprio, for getting me laid. Bless, um, bless. You know, the whole basketball diaries look kind of thing. You oh know, I was God. a skinny little white boy, you know. And the, <laughs> they assumed <laughs> I was gay because I applied for the job. Right. And I was in that little bisexual heroin look mode. And when they found out I was not gay, they were upset. Everyone was upset. Heartbreaker. I mean, so anyway, that's my experience with wow. AHF. I worked for them for two years. And it, and it was and hell. Half, it was hell. That's wow. Amazing. Yeah. So there you go. That was like 96, 7, 8, 90, somewhere in there. I'm, Florid. Please <laughs> follow at Susie Q James for a good story Louise. con. That was the extended version. Thewhorecast.com, Instagram, the real whore next door. S- oh, go ahead. Go. Snapchat. Well, well just to bring, yeah, Snapchat too. James, go. <laughs> no, I'm just saying to bring it all back. I fell into a story hole really hard, but for everyone else listening, so the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, they're the proponents of Prop 60. They're the people who drafted, helped, drafted the legislation that was going to, you know, make goggles and dental dams and all that craziness, uh, Kalosha regulation. They are behind the witch hunt. They are, yeah, I wanna, that's them. I want to understand why are they so active in this? Like what, what's, what is their interest in this? I'm, I'm confused on why they're, what this is a big deal for. And like, I wish I could answer that, but they're the only ones that can actually answer that. I can speculate really hard. And I think that, um, you know, there's, there's something about being right, you know, and there's something about the adult industry being an easy target that press loves you know because at the end of the day we are the porn specific the adult industry is huge you know do you think this is some sort of deflection like 
okay, if we act like we're going after porn really hard, we'll be taken more serious or? I mean, I think AIDS Healthcare Foundation is, is taken fairly seriously, even though I will say that um, there's plenty of folks in the HIV world who really dislike uh, AHF's policies. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always I've always really liked APLA. Yeah, and they yeah. are actually one of our the yeah. in opposition to Prop sixty, uh, a- San Francisco Age Project, Project LA, Los mm-hmm. Angeles. And I'm sure there's an APSF, right? Yes, yeah. and then also San Francisco AIDS Foundation. They also are with us in opposition to Prop sixty. We have. Okay, if, if we can talk positive for a second, we really have done some hardcore. So I've been on the job since, you know, March, April, and we have been just sprinting trying to get this coalition of support. We have what other issue can Republicans, Democrats, Libertarian, HIV organizations and LGBT organizations and business organizations all agree on something. And guess what? It's porn. Like, how is that? That's well, an amazing thing. You got right? Republicans back in this California house? GOP opposition officially california libertarians california democrats san francisco democratic party um vica the valley industry commerce association um apac of course um uh equality california the la lgbt center the transgender law center um you know we have allies you know i think the world is starting to turn around and you know (laughs) at the end of the day the people in the sex industry were you know we're at Stonewall. They were the ones throwing high heels. Yeah. Um, and so we have we have coal- natural coalition partners. You know, the sex worker rights movement is gaining momentum. Amnesty, Amnesty International and the World Health Organization have come out and said, hey, stop, stop throwing people who work in the sex industry in jail. It's wow. not actually helpful. And so even though we are a small subset of the adult film industry, there's only a couple thousand of us, the implications of our struggle you know, give us allyship internationally. Wow. And that's what's cool. I, so that gives me hope, even though the odds are incredibly stacked against us. So uh, we have a huge fan base yeah. uh, um, all around the world, and it blows con in my brain sometimes. Like, we got this mail for, from Finland. 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 Or mi- Middle Eastern people. So what can they do locally to to help out with this whole thing? Well, what if can they, they do globally to help us locally? Exactly. Yeah. What does it think? Think globally, act locally. Um, you know, same same thing as I said before. You know, you can become a member of the Free Speech Coalition even if you live in Finland. <laughs> you know, freespeechcoalition.com/slash membership. Um, you can be, you know, be in solidarity with us on social media. You know, follow FSC Army. Use the hashtag NoProp60. Um, you know, and there's more and more. Uh, media out there that centralizes the voices of workers in the adult industry. Retweet that media, you know, and yeah, talk about I, that media. Well, it, it thank whomever now that the 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 web is it's it, it's a distribution center for for people to help people, and it's never been this good ever Mm-mm. in the history of time with social media. So if you guys can get on and do the things Susie's telling you. Even if you're our Middle Eastern friends or your friends in Australia um, and you, you join uh, FSC, you can feel like, wow, I, I gave $10, $20, $100, bucks, I gave $200. Bucks. I, 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 I'm helping to create the adult entertainment industry to not be so 
uh, uh, beaten down over and over and over again. Persecuted. Yeah, don't don't make porn go to Vegas. Come on. <laughs> Even still, I mean, they'll come for us in Vegas. They'll come for us in Florida. Yeah. yeah. It, we can't. AHF is an international organization. There, this is not a state by state thing. Yeah. We're fighting this fight in California right now, but Florida will be next. Yeah, uh, of course. <laughs> you know, Nevada could be next, and and it's now doesn't AHF didn't they like pull some like BS wannabe uh, gay performer and like kind of fabricated a story about how dangerous it was? Like he he pretended he was trying to get in the industry, and hmm. I I just remember reading some story and going, "This smells fishy," and then weeks. <laughs> Weeks later, it came out that it was like kind of fabricated. Well, okay, here's some breaking news that actually was why I was almost late today. Um, Oh, Porn Director Podcast exclusive. Con, do we have a drum roll? No, we got fanfare. Okay. Fanfare, fanfare. (laughs) I love this. All right, Susie, you have break later. (laughs) So I'm... I'm That's like more like Adam West Batman. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, exactly what that's from. Really? Yeah, so. Yes, nerd points. Yes. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Break it to us, Okay, Susie. so I'm going to pull up the press release, release Ooh, just in case. Press I don't want to get anything wrong. But yeah, I was I was frantically tweeting about this on my way here. Um, at the so stoplights. At the stoplights only. I don't break the law. Um, so, okay. Speaking of fraudulent claims and phony things that AHF does, right? So the past couple weeks, we've been uh, freaking out because uh, there were two fraudulent uh, endorsements of Prop 60, uh, one from uh, an organization that um, purported to be representing uh, adult workers, and then one that was San Francisco Medical Society, I believe. And today, there was a big court hearing in Sacramento, and the judge ruled that, yes, indeed, those were fraudulent claims and wow. those have been removed from the voter pamphlet. Now, who, when a judge rules, mm-hmm. he rules you, AHF, mm-hmm. are making fraudulent claims. Yes. And how many As times... As the proponents of the initiative. How many times have people who are against the initiative been claimed to have fraudulent claims? Well, they... Uh. they filed a suit as well so the, here's mm-hmm. the it's it's two-part good news because ahf countersuited um, countersuited and said uh that we were making fraudulent claims about whether or not married couples would be liable under prop 60 so if say you and i are married and we're making a little Susie, please i'm just saying you're doing some webcam work we're doing some <laughs> webcam work a little hustle a little like you know honey i just i think it's yeah, so yeah, sexy yeah. i love being an exhibitionist um and we would still be liable if we didn't use a condom under prop 60 even wow. as a married couple and so we had been saying that because the law freaking says that and yeah. we know about legalese and they kept saying no no that we don't mean those people we mean the bad well, people uh, not the married you gotta go people, with what it says on the piece of paper says and so the, ju- the judge ruled that yes indeed that's true and then also ruled that um we kept saying that performers would be liable because even though there's language in the initiative that says except for performers but they mean only performers without any financial interest Jesus in the Christ. clip oh. So that, you know, that's just Jessica Drake. Yeah. Everyone except Wicked Contract Stars. <laughs> like yeah. everyone except, okay. And so the judge did rule that yes, indeed performers would be liable under a variety of circumstances. Um, I can read you the whole press release, but yeah. big win today in terms of, oh, good. you know. What is their motivation? I just can't <sighs> fucking figure it out. I think like, it's about winning. Really. Is that, it's, they've just, they've just towed the line and they're like, mm-hmm. this is our line and this is where we're going to go. Like, Because I, they're, 
they're not spent. I mean, AHF has tons and tons of money, and they've sunk a lot of money yeah. into this stuff. Um, but you know, yeah, it's good to know for those of you who go to Al the Closet thrift yeah. store and you think your money's going to something good, going to hospices or going to AIDS. Give your money to the AIDS Project LA, please. Please, our, our, please. San know, Francisco AIDS Foundation is another great organization. These fucking AIDS Healthcare Foundation, out of the closet thrift store. If you go spend your money there, it's just going to lawyers. You're yep. making lawyers yep. rich. Adam Cohen, who's their director of policy, yeah. and you, yeah, it's funding all all of that. It's it's terrible, and it's um you know Eric Paul Loya, who's the um, executive director of the Free Speech Coalition, and and he has been a longtime HIV advocate and activist. Um, has, has lost lots of folks to HIV, and um, I'm a, a queer person. You know, I've mm. been you know, my I had older people in my life who were, you know, of my mom's generation. She lost a lot of people to HIV. Wow. Um, and so th- I take this really personally. Not only are you coming after my family as the sex industry, not only after, are you coming after the people that I cherish, um, you are, you know, exploiting and wasting resources for another right. community. Uh, how many that I hold millions dear. of dollars have gone into this? <laughs> and oh, it's, it's too many. How many it's, hospices could they have opened? How many free drugs have they could they have given to, you know, lower income HIV sufferers? Mm-hmm. Like how, how many beds? What, Just like how many? What are you trying to do? What are you fucking trying to do? And we it's, it's at this point, it's just a pissing contest. And we've tried to talk to them like um, oh, wow. a couple a month or a month or two ago. Um, right before the end of June, which was the last chance they would have had to pull the initiative. Mm-hmm. We said, hey. Mike, come meet us. Come, let's do, let's have a sit down talk. We had uh, performers from um, APAC. Ella Darling was there. Venus Lux was there. Um, Just like sit down and talk with these performers who are concerned about this initiative that you're sinking all this money into. Like sit down and talk with us. Let's try to find a way to move forward. Let's try to work together on this. Like please at least give us the time of day. And he didn't show up. We didn't get a call. We didn't get a text. We didn't get um, a DM. Uh, Just just a complete silence wouldn't wouldn't even... um, Give, give performers the decency of saying it, it's so strange to me because I remember <laughs> leaving that company with such a horribly mm. bad taste in my mouth especially for Michael Weinstein and I completely forgot about him <sighs> was out of my brain and then four or five years ago Michael Weinstein of AHF and like I'm like what the hell's going on and I was just like what the fuck yeah. I mean the guy gave me the nastiest taste in my mouth back then and it's amazing it's no surprise he's still around doing the same you know scummy super scummy like like, there's i just don't understand the motivation like i don't either and and it's kind of infuriating not to understand you know how many millions of dollars (laughs) could have gone into hiv awareness and, and, you know, there's the, they, it's masked in this thing that happens across the board when we try to talk about the sex industry and, like, how to improve working conditions. It goes immediately to rescue, right? No. Uh, everything in the campaign, the Yes on 60 campaign, is just swaddled in this rescue rhetoric of, like, workers deserve the same, like, right to safety. Like, they need to be safe. There's an epidemic of STIs. Oh and it's just like, no, there's not. No, there is not. Like that's, maybe <laughs> that's a t- statistics that's completely wrong. It's because, completely I wrong. I mean, you are safer 
in the adult, the sex industry workers bubble than you are in the regular public. Absolutely. You're much safer there. And, and it's just like... That's why I only fuck porn stars. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, no, but, but truthfully, and, and it's just, especially if you think in terms of HIV, you know, AIDS Healthcare Foundation, their mission is to eradicate and ser- the HIV virus and to serve populations who are living and, with and it, And here's right? a community that is doing... Is, <laughs> better. Is doing better, well, is avoiding the situation, is, is avoiding HIV yeah. better than any other... Group why work out with there, us, you know. You know, why not spend millions of dollars so the public can get tested every fourteen days? If if the public tested the way the adult industry tested, HIV would be gone. Exactly, it would be gone. A lot of other STDs would be gone too. Mm-hmm. Yep, but not syphilis because that's my that's my man right there. Syphilis. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, God, <laughs> the drip. <laughs> so anyway, because we're gonna switch, Our, over, we're gonna. The whole idea is to put Doctor Riggs out of business, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we like Doctor Riggs. He's the fucking man, dude. <laughs> Doctor Riggs is the shit. Uh, so we're gonna shift over to Susie, your 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 female talent side of life yeah. and everything. Um, let's talk about the fun stuff. But let's do this. <laughs> let's let's summarize, right? Because yes. it's a lot of information. It is a lot of information. If I'm Jeff and I'm living in North Carolina, or I'm Sam and I'm living back east and um, Efren, these are all our friends, and I'm Vox, and, and I want to, um, and I'm Raven, and, and I want to do something yeah. to help out the adult entertainment industry, even though I'm not a performer, mm-hmm. what, what, can, what give them the top three things that they can do. You can make a donation to the freespeechcoalition.com that goes to help litigation and big campaigns like the Prop 60 campaign. And email us, me and, and Con, and tell us that you're, you're now a member. That would be great, That would be lovely. We'll give love you shout-outs on the show. I like that. Um, you can join. Or I, well, I said make a donation, but you right. can also join as a member. Okay. Either one. <clears throat> freespeechcoalition.com and you can tweet and use social media nice. and say hashtag no prop 60 because even if you're not in California California is really big and I bet you know somebody who knows somebody who's right. a California voter talk about this with your people on the internet and in person because even though this is just a California proposition it the ripples are vast and wide-reaching and the more we talk about the rights and humanity of people who work in the adult industry the further we get and the closer we get to you know a brighter tomorrow sweet so do that awesome so do that guys please we love you you love the show you want to keep the show alive as well because if the adult industry tanks guess what con and i con we're gonna have to do something else what do you think a jujitsu another one do another jujitsu podcast yeah that's what i'm thinking all right well con and i want to keep our wonderful little baby alive here um so yeah do those things listen to what Susie q says if you got to go back and listen to this episode again to get all this information please do that but i better see some motherfucking because i can say that motherfucking hashtags all week Mm -hmm. and 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 the rest of the summer about this okay guys so no let's start, prop let's 60 start. we have a wonderful huge fan base around the world no prop 60 i better see this stuff start popping up aaron jeff please step up <laughs> anyway now let's get to the funner side because you know why not right why not fill us in you said you were dancing in san francisco yep i started out there a little baby stripper okay con ask her the other stuff Con likes to go deep. Con likes to yeah, ask you. Okay. Here it comes. I like to go before you're the stripper. Oh, God. Yes. Well, luckily, I started a little bit later, so we don't have to like, okay. immediately go into, you know. Say, were you a sexual t- person growing up? 
Um, okay. So I remember in, I was very similar to how I am now. I, well, you wore glasses. I wore glasses. <laughs> you had tattoos on your feet. I didn't have tattoos yet. Oh. Those came later, but I did at 14 or 15 found my high school's gay straight Alliance and start advocating for sexual health and freedom. <laughs> and go to for lots real. of conferences. Holy about, fuck, dude. About oh, she was born for this shit. That's it's awesome. It's true. Wow. That's it. That's amazing. So I was, I was similar. I was, I was queer. Um, and I was nerdy and well, what involved. does queer mean? Because queer means something different now than it did back then. Totally. So. No. And I, I went to, uh, I went to college and my, a lot of my professors were like older Queens. And every time I said queer, they would like cringe because there was older generation. They're like, yeah. you're saying a slur right now, sweetie. Yeah. But so for me, queer has, has just always meant living and loving outside the box. You know, it's not necessarily like, or oh. inside the box. Or inside. <laughs> yeah, give yourself a fucking symbol <laughs> crash on that one, Con. Yeah. No. <laughs> there we go. Well deserved, right. sir. Well deserved. But yeah, no, I, I knew I liked girls and people of different genders uh, from very early, from like 14 or 15. So please explain. Okay, you just kind of explained it, but Con, we need to go deeper. So there's bi... Yeah, totally. Which and I, there's queer, right? I don't Come mean on. to be like, I'm, you know, because a lot of people like don't like to identify as bisexual because that's for whatever reason. What about trisexual? <clears throat> See, I think that there's two. Give yourself another symbol, Con. No, that does not deserve a symbol. <laughs> but go Watch for this. It, please. <laughs> there we go. There we so, go. so please, uh, because this show, this show, by the grace of the Lord Jesus, Con. Is going to be informative, and we're going yep. to set people straight, and, Absolutely. and we're not going to have stigmatisms or all sorts of stereotypes. <laughs> we're going to get to the fucking facts. So that's why I want Susie Hugh to come say, "Look, here's my take on bi, queer, blah 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 blah." Do it. So I think for whatever reason, sometimes folks don't like to identify as bisexual because there's a stigma around it, right? There's the like, "Oh, you can't choose. Oh, you're greedy. Oh, you're gonna you're lesbian while in college, or like whatever." I, I'm not free of those things. I definitely think that contributes to why I don't identify as bisexual. But I think also I don't believe in a binary. I don't really believe ah. that there are people like there's there's dudes and there's girls and that's it. You know, I've dated a lot of people who are a lot, you know, somewhere in between. You know like, one of my good friends, Jizzly? I love Jizzly. Love her. Shot her the other day. They. Nah, they. You week. shot they, they last yes, week. Yes. See? The the you fucked up last time. <laughs> it's a process. I, but I'll tell you what. I can say it here because let me tell you, when I was in front of Jizz, I didn't fuck up at all. Nice. I was so proud of Jizz. Nice. I was proud of myself. I said to myself in the beginning of the shoot, if you just call her cup if you just call jizz jizz you'll be okay yes and i kept with it it's for girl boy too hey dana vespoli i which i hear is incredible i hear the no Shot it. Oh, of, of course, course it's it incredible it's <laughs> it's really good thing, things about it. things i've ever done buck was in it yeah. um venus is in it right venus is in mm-hmm. it with sovereign oh, um sovereign. uh buck angel valentina nappy Ooh. and jizz lee and ruckus Oh, Ruckus, I love... They're like my queer porn family from back That's in why I brought it up. Yeah, yep. exactly. And it was fucking amazing. And I love that movie. So my my first scenes were in the queer porn scene. And I just... um, I've always just not had an opinion on what type of person I would like or not like based on their gender. I've, there's a lot of people that I that I don't like based on their personality or, uh, or, or actions so or you, politics. So but do you gender, meh. Tru- do you truly see no gender then? I mean, I see it. Right. I just like lots of them. Okay. You know, I like really. F- so, okay. 
I'm talking to someone right now who's like really super femme and looks like a Barbie. Um, but then I also, my boyfriend is like, so I'm also Polly. That's another thing that makes me care. God, she's very dimensional, this <laughs> I'm woman. Very huh? dimensional. Um, but my boyfriend is like your former out of the closet self. He's oh, a little bisexual heroin look. Yeah, he's a little like. Thank you, Leonardo. Oh, God. When I look at him, like, all I see is Leonardo DiCaprio and Titanic. And I'm just like. Okay, so let's keep it fucking (laughs) as real as possible. You're polyamoric. Please Mm -hmm. explain to the world what that is. So polyamorous, uh, similarly, uh, you know, there's different types of non-monogamy and like, you know, fucking multiple, uh, fucking and loving multiple did you people. Hear say, did you say fucking multiple people? Which I went right to the fucking three on one. What about you? <sighs> Dude, I do the real thing. Ten on one. Nice. Real yeah. gang bangs. None of this That's, three yeah, bullshit. Every Please. day. F- five is an audition. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Because we're comedians on the part time. <laughs> You're doing a great job, guys. Um, yeah, I, I like lots of people. I, I think that the main thing that keeps... Uh, me from having more partners is time and space, not ability to to love. I took know? that up in college, Con. Time and space. Yeah. <laughs> well, you run out of uh, <laughs> you run out of time to you love run out of time. Many people, absolutely. Yeah, but I find that I am happiest when I'm in like two or three relationships, and specifically folks that can all talk to each other and and wow. function in some kind of like little family Remember? group. Now, you know? do you need to be the centerpiece or can it no, be a group piece? It can be a group piece. Yeah, I mean, okay with that? I do. I am a little bit of a ham though. I do like mm-hmm. to be in the center, but <laughs> that's always kind of just been my personality for whatever relationships, non-sexual. I, I, I bring folks together from like disparate groups. So what, what's the biggest uh, <clears throat> dynamic? I, look at me just acting like I'm throwing the right verbiage down. What's the biggest <laughs> di- confidence? Of course, please stop. <laughs> Uh, what is the biggest dynamic you've ever been involved in? This um, is interesting. I got to hear this. So I just recently got out of like a uh, an intense uh, she, situation. She went from weird to intense. Did you hear that, Con? <laughs> it was it was good while it lasted. But um, there were four of us, and we kind of functioned as like a cute little family. There was like um, my husband at the time and my girlfriend, and we were a triad, and then my uh, boyfriend, best friend. Um, and we were, you know, when we like went out into the world, we were this weird, like adult nuclear family, you know, right. and I found that f- I, I still find that like four ish is a really nice dynamic to, wow. to be in because, you know, it's that there's a reason that there's a new nu- that that's like the nuclear family. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it well, what's funny is every out. fan listening now is like, fuck this. I'm getting more shit. I got to get <laughs> I got to build my family. That's what they're saying. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I don't so, know. So as Khan has said in his life. I've heathed his words for many years. Uh, what is it, Con? Living a jealous-free life? Yeah. If you remove jealousy from a relationship, it'll be a lot more successful. So how was your jealousy with your f- group of four? I mean, I still get jealous. I still, I think jealousy is a part of it. And jealousy is just like another feeling. Like you can't vow to never be sad again. Like yeah. You're going to be sad. There's something will come up in life and you will have that feeling. It's just about what you do with that feeling. But um, see, the way I see it is you have to trust that your yes. partner loves you. Yes. And I right? think you also have to um, be able to, to say like to, for there to be space that for you to be like, Hey, I'm feeling really jealous that you're, Got to do that, and can we do something so what? So why I don't did feel you jealous? get a six girl orgy? Yeah. <laughs> I had to sit at home and jerk off. Exactly, that shit happens, and it's gonna happen. Really, it's oh. never happened to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> on the daily, no. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. I get a text. Oh my god, look what happened on set, and it's like 
fucking insanity and i'm like i'm just gonna stay home and jerk off totally no so so uh, let me ask you this because this is a pretty little fun avenue to go down so you get up in the morning yeah right do do you do you wake up next to your husband and then call your boyfriend or do you wake up at your boyfriend's house and call your husband or your or do you wake up in between your boyfriend and your husband depends on the day (laughs) you've had all those scenarios um yeah. Wow, kinda. Con, that's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it huh? depends. I'm I'm no longer married for the record though. <laughs> no I have one marriage. word for you. Congratulations. I know, thanks. Mm. <laughs> Starter marriage complete. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Dude, Thank you. I want to go down that avenue. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I haven't really talked about that yet, you guys. Oh my god. It what? happened here first. I you know, I I don't God, we're getting another exclusive. I know, you're getting a little Maybe. bit of an exclusive. I don't want to talk about it that much, but I have not like really announced. Let's to talk the world. about you becoming a whore. Okay, that's the more yeah, important thing here. Con just getting us right back on like, track. Listen, we're uh <laughs> We're an hour in, oh and God. I don't know how much of a whore you are. This is very I'm odd. The real whore next door. Well, prove it, goddamn it! All right, all tell right. me what Cut makes you a whore. So I love that word. I think I shied away initially from using it when we were naming the podcast. Uh, the original title was "This American Whore," but we got a cease and desist letter from Ira Glass, so we had oh. to stop. Um, but it's really? okay. He came it's on the not, podcast. It's it was not fine. that close. That's what I said, it's, but. It's actually very flattering because <clears throat> the only way it was a copyright infringement is because we had like a substantial traction. Like if we were uh, faded into nothing, yeah. it wouldn't have been. A I mean, thing, did you use their like same intro music? No, and stuff? of course not. And I was like, at that point, oh my god, you listen to the first couple episodes of the of the Horcast. Oh yeah, it sounds like college radio. It's of course, so embarrassing. we used to play Jay Giles. I wish they would have given us a letter. Yeah, <laughs> we did get a letter from YouTube. So. Uh. Um, <laughs> But I chose I chose the the word whore because that's like the scary one, right? Like that, I mom, I'm a I'm a stripper. It's like, oh, okay. Well, as long as you're not doing this, but whore is like the quote like bottom of the barrel, and just like embracing that and being like, you know what? At the end of the day, we all have sex for money, and that's fucking fine. Well, we're all here because you know? of <laughs> that's sex. why I mean, we're all here. We're all here. If you're if you're living today, somebody fucked. I'm yeah. gonna say it. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. And so that um, word has like become part of my identity, a home for me, a sense of like pride for me. Um, And yeah, it's it's a nice, it's an all encompassing word for like whatever kind of sex work. And I've I've done all kinds of stuff. I've done porn. I've done webcamming work. I've done escorting. I've done pro domination. I've done. I haven't done a lot of pro dom, huh, Con? She got that look, doesn't she? I didn't used to. How many guys have you pegged? Hundreds. Not hundreds, but like dozens. Okay, ninety nine. <laughs> like dozen. I'm not. I'm not like the best. Uh, Baker's dozen. I. Yeah. You're not into it. I don't like it that much. I yeah. like to fuck girls with strap ons, but like I don't. You got good rhythm. I mean, yeah. Okay. I, I think you. I really like it. Like, because I've shot a ton of scenes where I'm like, God, like ba- ba- Cassidy, hmm. Cassidy, our vivid yeah. friend, w- had this rhythm. I was like, how without. <laughs> feeling it do you have that she was just fucking yeah, it's because yeah. you know and you like also i don't know i've had orgasms from fucking a girl with a strap on for sure like oh, not wow. with a little oh, bullet it's just like the muscles you that ever I- had orgasm on a podcast 
Nice try, guys. I'm on the clock for free speech. I'll come another time. Should we throw that in there, Con? Because <laughs> you didn't. Been. I did. See hey, how that is? Wait, wait, wait. Let's see if we can set her up. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll come back and I'll talk about my book, which is Truth, Justice, and the American Horror, which is okay. all about all this stuff. Oh, okay. And I'll have an orgasm for you guys. Okay. Wow. How about that? So what certifies you? I'm wearing a blazer right s- now, though. It's like too I'm too still much. wondering uh, what certifies you as a whore. I mean, other than you've been what escorted. I mean. What's the most hoary thing you've ever oh, done? What's the most hoary thing? Oh, okay. No, I totally know the answer to this. Okay. <laughs> um, so the first year that I was a stripper, um, the Lusty Lady Theater, you got to understand, was like sex work summer camp. It's like we were all best friends and we wore great outfits and we were a union. Like it was so, <laughs> wow. so, so sweet. Um, so seven of us drove to Las Vegas from San Francisco, mind you. So that's like 10 hours. It was nuts. We drove to Las Vegas just for a crazy weekend and we rented, we were all, you know, broke at the time because we were tiny and didn't understand how to live with money. And we just like got it and we're like, yay. Um, so we stayed in one big suite at the Imperial Palace, which wow. is like the <laughs> nastiest, nastiest place on the surf you can stay. It was one giant king size bed and one giant hot tub that fit all of us, like plus whoever else we wanted to bring home and mirrors on the ceilings. And oh, good times. So we were there for three days, and I think on like the, the first or second night, my friend Cinnamon and I, Cinnamon and I are very, still close. We just went to Vegas together. Cinnamon Maxine. Um, okay. Was there a jade wow. there as well? No, no. Tiger Lily was there, though. Uh, was there a mocha no. or an Africa? No, it was just, it was Cinnamon, Sandy Bottoms, Sandy. Tiger Lily, oh my Galaxy, Mr. Babe. Mr. Babe? <laughs> was my roommate. He wasn't a stripper. Right. And um, I think that was it. Oh, and um, and uh, at the time she went by Noxious, but now she goes by Jessica Creepshow. Oh. I know Jessica Yeah, Creepshow. Jessica Creepshow. Um, so we were all there. And on the like the second night, Cinnamon and Tiger Lily and I found these three deaf Italian boys that had that Leo look, right? Oh, oh Leonardo DiCaprio mm-hmm. bisexual heroin look. Yep. And they were like locked out of their. You just want boys you can beat up. Yeah, I love okay. beating up boys. Okay. <laughs> um, my boyfriend. But they were they were straight up deaf. They were straight up. How deaf. are you communicating? Just so, hand signal? Well, okay, so we we were writing a little bit, but they were also Italian. So, so they, yeah, so the language barrier and talking barrier. We have a drop for that, don't we? Kyle? I mean, how are you talking to them we if were, they were deaf? It was like the language of love. Yeah, <laughs> but the they lang- were, language of hump. Yes. Um, they were locked out of their room and we got all hyphy and ad- we were like, hey. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. Is Italian? <laughs> that is Italian. So, I mean, the first night there were... <laughs> exactly. Keep going. Was this playing? Tell okay. us the story, Susie, please. So, they were locked out of their room and they were deaf and so they were trying to call their room. But, of course, the people inside the room were also deaf. And so, <laughs> exactly. So, they were knocking and knocking and no one could hear. So finally we got them into their room and there were some girls in that room. Wow. And they were not excited that we were there. Uh Uh-oh. But... Raining on their parade. The deaf Italian boys eventually came back to our room. Meatballs were had. It was delicious. Um, And then like the second night, I think someone ended up having sex with like Napoleon Dynamite and Batman and um, Jack Sparrow from the strip. Oh, nice. I didn't do any of that. I just hit the You know what? I think women have. uh, I was dating this girl and. Congratulations. uh, Yeah, one time it happened. (laughs) That's big for you. Once it happened. But I'm the type of guy who's just like, be young, have fun, drink Pepsi, just do whatever the fuck. So. (laughs) 
This girl calls me back. Calls me. This girl I'm dating calls me. She's like, guess what? I'm like, what? She's like, I just fucked Robin. I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, she used to get off at the Metro at Man's Chinese Theater. And she would always make eyes with the guy playing Robin. And then one day she just said, pointed to him, pointed to her and pointed out. Because, you know, it's a big mall right Right, there. And pointed out, out the like, you're coming with me. She said, we might have exchanged 15 words. Oh, and uh, she's like, I banged the hell out of them. Fuck and yes. I was like, where are my pictures? Yeah. And she said, I don't have any. <gasps> Pixar didn't happen, motherfucker. Exactly. God. Yeah, but Did you break ba- up with her? Eventually. Good. I got rid of that hoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what? what is it with the I man in costume? That I mean, I was not all about the man in costume, no. but um, I mean, the dude <laughs> the napoleon dynamite he did the dance like oh that's awesome yeah. and he did the voice and he had chapstick and like no my friend Gal- galaxy hit that she was all about that one that cr- what's your face the creep show didn't get lucky no creep show <laughs> creep show was uh was focused on other people oh, <laughs> this, what's this fucking night coming? dang i don't want to reveal too much especially since jessica's still in the business this, dude so that that was a pretty I think that was like one of the That's top a pretty of my good horror uh, but before I was in the sex industry I um was you know an a- before I went pro I was a pretty high ranking amateur I was yeah. you know top <laughs> college the, the scouts were, were looking scouts otherwise known as bands <laughs> <laughs> I was totally like a groupie and I did uh, tour manager She's like, I bang those guys, and I don't want to say who they are because they <laughs> no. might yell at us. But I love them. What a great band! Um, so there were some whorish times uh, before before I went pro on the road. So you were a stripper and like a group, yeah, dude. Those, no. are, that's it. That's I've, no one's ever heard of a stripper dating a band member. That's, that's no weird. Way. That's a or strange. A, might I dare say, or a porn chick? Yeah. <laughs> a porn chick dated band member oh of a DJ. God. That that's no one's ever that heard of that. There's happen. probably two guys. <laughs> That have made their fucking way through this business. Bless their hearts. Because I can name five. Dave girl- Navarro. Dave oh, Navarro. <laughs> I, I had a nickel for shit, every girl I knew. Okay. Yeah, me too. Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa, bless, bless. Uh, Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Oh, yeah. He's oh. piled through. He was going to release a sex tape. Oh, please. It was no going to, to accidentally that. leak. But that was actually his way of just casting girls. Right. He's like, I'm thinking about doing a a, a sex tape. And then they they just start calling all the girls like, yeah, come over. <laughs> That's terrible. Thanks for the shout outs, Con. I was trying to bypass that, but you no know. No way, it. man. I'll put it on blast. I got text messages to prove it. But I could probably dig up some too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all been there, done that. No shame. Yeah, fuck if I were them I'd be doing the same thing yeah I think that like honestly honestly my my drive for where I'm am now when I was like 17 I, I remembered this recently um you know and you're getting ready to graduate and you're thinking about oh what's it gonna be like when we all come back here in 10 years and I was and I remember jokingly saying but like kind of really meaning it at the time like I don't want to come to my 10-year reunion I want everyone to be like what ever happened to that girl didn't she like 
Mary Snoop Dogg or something. She's like <laughs> living the life. And that's not exactly what's going down now, but I know that that has guided every choice that I've yeah. made since then. Wow. And Snoop Dogg so actually made a, po- a porn. What happened when everyone it's back close. home found out what you were doing? Um, so initially, when I first did like some basic, basic like amateur porn, like when I was still in college, uh, like everyone found out immediately. Like before I could yeah. even launch a real career, I was just like, I have some weird feelings about feminism and I'm an exhibitionist and look, oh, whoops, I made a sex tape. Um, and every And everybody like immediately found out um and so i dealt with it and it was shitty for a second and my mom was mad but she was mostly mad that i had done it with my girlfriend at the time who she like fucking hated (laughs) she's even she'll say that now she's like no it was mostly because it was ashley (laughs) but but what's what uh, what's always interesting it may not be so much for you but like these girls come on the podcast and they're like I thought I could get away with it for a little while. I mean, I did too. I it totally doesn't even did. it okay, doesn't wanna, even last a week. You not know, even do you want to know what's funny? There are girls, and probably I don't want to name their names. Con, you probably would because that's your style. But the girls have come on set and they've literally looked at me and said, "Is anybody going to see this?" <laughs> Say everyone in your hometown oh will see this. I know that's what I tell people when, yeah. like, because I, I now you know, even though I've only been in six years, like yeah. for for a girl, that's like a, you're a vet at that. I'm like a mama bear now, and people yeah. are like, should I? Like when people should I maybe try? I'm like, no, don't unless you're ready to be a whore forever. And I totally am. I've made that choice. Yeah, I'm proud Google to do images, that. Well, man, I, that I think the whore stigma away. is dying away. It, it is, you know. For the most part, I mean, because these fucking thirteen year olds are sending naked pictures yep. of themselves to each other, like. You know, I mean, Kardashian paved the way. Mm-hmm. And Pamela Anderson paved the way. I mean, Paris Hilton paved the way. Oh, like I used to pretty... jerk off to that sex tape when I was. Paris God, that's like my buddy edited that movie. <laughs> that's really? like the worst. <laughs> like she's answering text messages while she's getting banged from behind. It's like it's <gasps> so. I, that's even... like a financial domination move that I currently use. Yeah. Like fuck y'all. Wow. I love that. Susie's put that. it into her mix. No, but I I, I love hearing the girl's story because mm-hmm. it's always the same story. Like I didn't think anyone. One's gonna find out. No. They all find out. The shit hits the fan for like three months. Yep. Girls from the hometown are calling a whore. The guys from the home hometown are like, let's grab coffee. You know, mom and dad are fucking pissed. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, fast forward three months later, six months, a year later, yeah. they go back to their hometown and they're fucking rock stars. Yeah, exactly. They are at, exactly. everyone wants to hang out with them. Everyone wants to be around them. Everyone wants them at their party. Everyone yep. wants them at their club. Everyone wants them to show up at the bar. Everyone wants like yeah. weird, horrible sex advice from them. Like, hey, I and then believe in what you're there's doing. There's the douchebags that think, oh, you did porn, so you have to fuck me now. You'll yeah. fuck me. You're but easy. I cut off your dick yeah. and feed it to you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that got really dark. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> male entitlement it just gives me all the feels yeah. <laughs> gives me the ramsey bolden feels um you don't think there's female entitlement i mean absolutely <laughs> you were looking at it sir <laughs> well you don't think there's you don't think <laughs> you're adorable entitlement <laughs> dot com <laughs> that's actually the site I'm launching femaleentitlement.com oh is it <laughs> no. that sounds wow, great it's a great idea that though it's it. hey, hey. let's buy that domain shit, right now shit. <laughs> <laughs> quick you got a night before this broadcast right this will go up tomorrow mm. you've said that before in the past remember the girl's like I got this great idea you're like you better do it now because it's, yeah. it's going, it's going up on Thursday done. Yeah. it's over so, um, so anyway how did, so you started doing some amateur stuff yeah and um, and you know my 
desire to do porn specifically was, was very much like rooted in like bullshit feminism, political nonsense. Wow. Like, you know, I read about Annie Sprinkle. I read about Carol Queen and that like totally lit my fire. I was like, oh, this this is my feminism. You know, this my mm. feminism has to include the portrayal of sex on film, sexual labor. It just like clicked for me. And so mm. I, I shook it off pretty quick. I was like, eh, mom's freaking out. But at the end of the day, like I made this choice. It's fine. Yeah. Now my parents are super supportive. My family that knows is, is for the most part supportive. Were, were you a riot girl? I'm a little young to be a riot girl. Are you I just think. young for a riot yeah, girl? Yeah. Okay. I, I was getting a riot girl five. I definitely off you. had that sensibility but i was like still in high school when that was happening you know okay i didn't quite quite it was pretty cool i i I dug it yeah except for when they were like only girls to the front only a girl slam dance song and i'm like yeah i was definitely like (laughs) in like small town punk scenes i was like the one girl in the pit like if that counts at all no no that's fine i just didn't like this like okay this song only the girls can come to the front it's like Wait, aren't we all kind of trying to get the same goal here? I mean, <laughs> get bloody noses and hopefully get laid. Right. <laughs> so like, come on, like <clears throat> let's let's take punk rock for what it is. You yeah, know? absolutely. Bad music and lots of sex and drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Minus the drugs for me. Oh, yeah, me too. Nostalgia. Spray oh. painting dead Kennedy's t shirts, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But that's I was a dead milkman kind of guy. <sighs> the New York City hardcore. I watched scene. some Fugazi today, actually. Oh jeez. Oh my God. So. So yeah, I, I just started doing more and more and expanding it and talking about it more and more. Well, if someone wants to go find you and yeah. see you at your best, what should they watch? You mean porn wise? Yes. Oh, um, you know, I work a lot for kink.com. Oh, there's so a surprise. Figure. I know. Right. But <laughs> I think. How long did you have a crush on Mistress Donna? Oh God! I used to see her at queer porn, like or not queer porn, uh, queer dance parties in San mm. Francisco, and be just like, "Oh yeah, hi, how are you?" Every girl comes. Oh on. my God! It was embarrassing. Then Mistress Donna, Mistress Princess Donna, Donna. Princess Donna. Princess Donna. Oh, Donna. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. So what? Do, what do people so, watch to see the best of Susie Q? I'm actually really so I huh, only if you like terrifying bonded shit should you really dive into my porn career. So if you are down, and that's that's the shit that I'm most proud What's of. What's terrifying? Um, so my very first shoot with King.com back in like 2011, I think, um, was with uh, Claire Adams who is was a director for insects.com. I remember Insects. Oh yeah. Wow. Insects is back now. I've shot a bunch with them. Oh, I, I enjoy working with them. So Claire had been, you know, a hardcore submissive and then she she worked her way up directing at Insects and then came over to Device Bondage um, at kink.com and it was a last minute shoot. They were like, "Oh, Susie, you're a local model. This other girl canceled. Can you come in today?" And so I, you know, rushed across Bart with a butt plug in my butt and um, you know, shot this scene. And it was really my first time at the castle doing hard hardcore bondage like that and to this day i'm still so proud of that scene i showed it to some i was hanging out doing like porn and tell with the girls at venus's house like Uh little um amara romani and a couple other you know brand new girls and they were like look at this scene that i did i'm really proud of look at this scene i did that i'm really proud of i'm like let me show you guys this scene i'm really proud of this and it was like let's do something else now (laughs) when you lose your chill and you show the new porn girls, your terrifying bondage and no one wants to play anymore. Oh, That's crazy. (laughs) But I'm really proud of it. The beautiful part of, of that, the interviews that we did that night was uh, so many people came out, you know, and it was, uh, I was blown away by a lot of the people that you're interviewing. Um, 
Ashley, Laura Jensen. Ashley Wright. Yeah, Laura Jensen. And, mm-hmm. and I look back and I go, I just had a scene with you like four years ago. <laughs> and it was two girls. And she's like, I remember. How are you? It's like, <laughs> goddamn. And to see Evan and stuff, Mo Monster down there. They've all been on the show before. Nice. Um, but yeah, it was a big cross section of the industry. It was yeah, cool. it was cool. It was like, that's what I like. I like, this is what I want the show to be is, is guess what? What's that? He's too goddamn good. Oh, no. <laughs> Con will find it, ladies and gentlemen. You've been <laughs> listening to the show. He's found it. See? You lose your chill. It's terrifying, right? So that's a, um, a metal speculum Ooh, right in, in my booty. ass. booty. Nice. Hot wax. You can open your fucking mouth right now and clean everything off of that car. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you wouldn't pull it up. Oh, fuck. You thought wrong. He's... The king. I need one of those <laughs> restraints. <laughs> yeah. oh, marks. Oh, I will pretty, pretty girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, a lot of a good thing. <laughs> I look like a there psycho. it was, ladies and gentlemen. Con will find it. <laughs> I, we had a, uh, we had on uh, Lana Rhodes and, uh, Stella Cox. Mm-hmm. So great show. One of our greatest shows ever, by the way, numbers wise. And, and Stella's like, well, I did something. I wasn't really even in porn yet. I was in a hotel room with random guys. And Khan goes, pulls it up. And she goes, how the fuck did you find? He's like, don't worry about it. He'll find anything. Oh, the power of Google. That's amazing. Find anything. So there you go. That was a little Susie Q for everybody. But bam. Do you have asgasms? Asgasm. Oh, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. No, I, I, I love. How I love many times email. did you come doing that? That scene right that there. one i think i did like two in each scene so like five or six. Oh wow yeah yeah it's um my first gangbang though i i'm how very, many people it was only five but it's a warm-up Go i ahead. did i did double anal and double vaginal nice. not at the same time but nice. it just like at the same time that's not not impressive. at the same time not at the same time no double anal that's one a time. shooting nightmare pause. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no right how the fuck do i find an angle on all this it's so funny people do not realize how like gangbang is just a careful orchestration of like bodies yeah. and like motion oh it's <laughs> i've shot hundreds. that's why you need the right people hundreds of gbs hundreds of gbs the gang and bang it's boys crazy at kink.com are like a fabulous baseball team i mean Specifically for my gangbang, they were, but they're they're you know Tommy Pistol, oh. Mickey Mod, and like all those guys. Oh, they're just Pistol's like the man. They know how to crank it out, and they're just so good. The only podcast I ever boys. missed, right? Because I was yeah. working that day. Tommy oh, Pistol. Sad. I I interviewed him on my own. We had a gangbang, me and him, <laughs> by he's ourselves. So fucking gangbanged each other. He's, yeah. he's so Aww. I love when he shows up, and I try and hire he's a good him as man. much as possible. He's a good man. Fucking Pistol. He's a good actor too. He oh, is. Like, he's fuck. Oh, did you see his horror movie? That he did? Yes. That oh, my good. God. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed his performance as Roger Rabbit in Bella Rossi's Roger Rabbit theme game with Gang Bang recently. Uh, it was terrifying. But like, really what, wait a second. Do I need to pull this? I ass? mean, it's worth it. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. <laughs> he's done some dark shit for me. I'm like, take this as, as dark as you can get. And when he's done, I'm like, I really didn't mean that much. Thanks. Though. <laughs> I know, right? He, he did. Uh, I did a, uh, a movie. Uh, with Dana Vespoli called Scruber X. It was a parody. I'm sorry. It was a satire on Uber. Mm-hmm. And Pistol, I, I'm trying not to shake the camera because I'm laughing so fucking hard. He's a wannabe actor. 
and it's with Dana D'Armond and she gets in the car. She wants to be, get, she's late for her to go to work and ends up, he's auditioning for her later in the day. Who gangbanged Jessica Rabbit? Yeah, um, oh, Bella God. Rossi is the talent. So, Con, we might have to show that Scrubert trailer too. Remember that one with Pistol? Oh, I, was, yeah, that I was... was laughing so hard I had to focus on keeping the camera steady. Uh-oh, here we go. Yes. Never knew love this much I love Never knew how much I can. You guys know Bella Rossi? Mm-mm. Looks like oh, there's only one great. way to get out of this one tune. You're gonna have to play patty cake with all the other tunes that you haven't played patty cake with before. This is awesome. I know. This is gonna win awards. Jessica, you're always ready. See, that's <laughs> the voice. Pistol's crazy. Pistol make you grind your teeth on his dick. Oh my god. That's what I've been told. Oh my god. Wow. That first suit. Wow. Fantasy fulfilled. I feel amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally amazing, yes. Like, the voices are what do it. You didn't hear Tommy that much, but he had the Roger Rabbit voice oh, down he's, so hard. He's a fucking legend. <sighs> Can we bust that other one up, Con? Oh, which one did you want to get? The Scroober X one. I wanted to show Susie how... F- he, Her he, crush on Tommy He goes just, like, jerking off and talking about how much we like Tommy He's He goes off on this whole rant, and he's outside the car. It's... I was laughing so hard. He's he. I, what I love about pistols, he can go super comedy or he can go dark as fuck, and his range is so amazing. Um, I hired him the day after AVN. I was doing this thing. I got to come back. He, he he goes. I drove. How do you spell Scruber? I'm sorry. S C R U B. You are right. Yeah, Scruber X. Um, so he drove. To the next day, I shot a scene after the convention, and he shows up, and he's like, man, you know, so I drove all morning to get here. I, I had to leave a five-person orgy to get here for your scene. So he's fucking in this orgy, yes. looks at his watch, and he's like, I got to go shoot for sale, jumps oh. in his car, drives here, and then does an amazing scene. I'm like, you're so fucking funny. I love that guy. Wow. Tommy Pistol does a lot of great mainstream stuff, too. I can't say enough about Pistol. Yeah, so I wanted to show you this because he is so funny in it. Um, is that is he Evil Angel? Yeah. He's like just drinking tea. And he's like it's it's a yoga class in every sip. It's like where do you come up with this shit? So this is the one that it, this got a editor's choice as well. Um, so funny. It's got to be spelled weird because it's not coming up under Scruber. Uh, oh, try S C R E. I didn't do the box cover. It's like Scroober. S C R E W B U R. God, that's so funny that it wouldn't come up with. I wonder if you just you uh, search for Dana's movie. That's what I'm doing right now. All right, let me see if I can find. You guys keep talking. Oh, keep talking. Keep uh, talking. Let me ask you a question. What's up, Con? We should bust it out now. <clears throat> oh, she's gonna make me do that. Well, trying to do that. Well, right. yeah. Hold on. Let's, let's do it. Working you to death. I know you can only do so much. Watch this shit. We have a. Is this a game uh, show? Well, kind of. Uh, we have something called Porn Island. <laughs> 
Oh my God. Okay. So if you're in a raft and you're kind of floating around one day and all of a sudden you're like, holy fuck, there's water coming in my boat. I have a, God, I have a hole in this thing. I got to swim to safety. So you're swimming and you're swimming and you look up and there's a mist and shrouded island and you're like, oh my God, who's on that island? It's just silhouettes. You keep swimming, you keep swimming, and there's four male talents. Oh. Now, the thing is, you may never get to leave this island, and these oh, will be okay. the only guys you'll fuck for the rest of your life. Who would you have on your island? Well, luckily, my boyfriend is male talent. Who? <laughs> Sam Solo. He's um, he, he's a male submissive, so he would wait on me hand and foot, which is real nice, um, but also keep me in line. So Sam Solo, for sure. Mickey Maud is one of my best friends in the industry, so him, for sure. Plus, his dick is magical. Um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we were just being super gay for Tommy Pistol. I think I would probably, I don't know Tommy that well, but he's hours and hours of entertainment. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, and then another boy that I like to put his hey, penis inside of me sometimes. And I, uh, uh, um, Robbie Echo. He's, I know Robbie real well. He's also fabulous and one of my favorite people to hang out with. I like regardless. his hair. Such good hair. I would I would love to add I might swap out Tommy for Michael Vegas just because I know Michael. A little you know bit when better. you went down the Robbie Echo hole, I said we're gonna there's some Vegas that's gonna pop. Oh, out they're like one and the same. No, that their house is like what? But then I'd also want to throw Gage Sin in there because he's one of my favorite people ever too. Okay, while you're throwing all these people, and all of a sudden <laughs> Vegas does some fire tossing, yeah. and he fixes your boat, and yeah. you, you start to kind of paddle away again. And you're like, oh my god, he. Vegas didn't fix my... I'm sinking again. So you look up and there's this fucking island. You're like, what? Looks like they're having a barbecue in there. It's mist and shrouded. But Ooh. as you get closer, four female talent. Yes. You would spend the rest of your life fucking. Whoa, God. That's harder. <laughs> uh, Ella Darling, for sure. Okay. Plus, because her brain... Um, I think I'd probably put Sovereign Sire okay. in there, too. Um... I really like fucking um, Nikki Darling as okay. well. She's, she sometimes fists me and calls me Miss Piggy, and I'm just like, all right, cool, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, whatever uh, works for you. Whatever works, whatever works. Um, and then, gosh, probably, honestly, Kelly Locks. Her, her dick is magic. <laughs> so there I, would, you go. I would like that. There it is, Con. There it is. Did we get a little I found Scroober. Oh, cool. So check, Yeah, check this out. It's pretty cool. Ooh, clown sex. Well, I'll tell you the story behind that, too. Yes. Oh, my girlfriend would love this shit. She's such a good clown. Oh, the Armand. That was Dana? Yeah, nobody knows. Uh, we had a, a fan, our what? fan, Jeff, was like, I don't know who the clown was. I'm like, dude, it's Dana Diarmond. Isn't, um, isn't there a longer one? Yeah, there was a longer one. There's pistols in. and uh, Wow. Yeah, so, so you know, knowing Vespoli like I do. Yeah. Uh, she, she said after that clown GB, she's like, it. it it took me to a place I had never been, you know, and she's been in for 13 years now. And she's like, yeah, it was just amazing to know because they weren't allowed to talk. 
the clowns? No. But wasn't Dana kind of like going like, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but it was they're, like they're non-verbal. Yeah, there's non-verbal. So she said at one point she was like, holy fuck, this is crazy. I'm fucking clowns. Like she found herself like, wow, I'm really fucking clowns. But lo- loved the scene. Um, that was a, uh, wow, that was a really good movie too. Clown sex is crazy. You ever do it? No, but I have this new girlfriend who's really into it. And I, it's like, hey, Con, is Hollywood costumes still open? <laughs> All right. I, but so I have a background in theater. So I've done clowning before. And like one of my oh. best friends is like, oh, here it is. Hey, Tommy. I feel like it's the only place that could totally challenge me in becoming the actor I want to be. <laughs> okay. You're me off of the office and you're going to fuck off. You're giving me consent to this, correct? I'm consenting to you shutting the fuck up and eating my pussy. And he was so, and he goes outside. He's like, Stella, he's screaming on the side of the road. I'm like, oh my God, you're amazing. I love that. <clears throat> um, clown sex. Yeah. Yeah. So tell, tell me, they give me, give me that. Okay. We've, we've interrogated know, you enough. What are your top three fantasies of all time? Because seeing that bondage scene, you go yeah. places that normal people don't go. Yeah, no, totally. So, so what do you think? You said clown sex. That's the thing. It's, um, <sighs> One of my sort of reasons for entering porn, I think, was, uh, you know, to live out some of these fantasies. And as sort of a heavy hitter kind of, I identify not as a switch or a bottom or a top, but like a BDSM jock. I just like to be good at all of it. Um, I've gotten the opportunity to live out my fantasies, you know. Um, So I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm at a kind of a turning point of my own sexuality. I think, and I've seen this happen with my peers. You enter the sex industry because you fucking love to fuck, right? Right. And you fuck a lot for like you know three, four years. That's why I think a lot of people burn out and like end their career after after that. I'm I'm like six years in, and I've fucked a lot. I've made a lot of fantasies happen. I've pushed past the like exhibition family, the exhibition family, <laughs> Freudian slip. <laughs> I've pushed past the exhibition fantasy and the gangbang fantasy right, and the bondage all, fantasy. Yeah. I've gotten all of it. And now I'm figuring out kind of what lies beyond. And it's more it's clowns. <laughs> maybe it's clowns. Maybe it's clowns. Um, but I, I'm I'm really into I'm just gonna say it I'm I'm really into incest role play that is that is number well, number one boring what, I know in the me right and everybody place. else Jeez. What? oh Jesus Christ <laughs> oh, what, what happened nervous what happened no I shot too much oh, of it. well I shot oh. so much of it one time I had to leave <laughs> the company I'm like I can't do this anymore this is wrong <laughs> and it was after Pistol just destroyed this one scene uh it's got what the too fuck real. was it called good actors and role uh, play like you can come over to my house and fuck my sister. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so glad. Well, listen, you're in the right place and hope to God one day it slows down. But in the meantime, you should live out your fantasy. I don't mind it. Uh, oh. Are you serious? Serio. You know what this is? What is this? The outro music. Oh, it's over. Holy We've fuck's sake. We've been here for hours. Like, I don't know. Well, I'm actually one thirty. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, Susie Q, for coming down. Thank you. We haven't even divvied into her craziness, no. have we? We'll oh. have her back on for a book. Please do. I'd love that. You guys are awesome. Um, thank you so much. Uh, follow her, uh, thewhorecast.com, at Susie Q James. Instagram, The Real Whore Next Door. Snapchat, Susie Q James. Tell her you loved her show on here. Probably my goal was achieved tonight. I wanted to, this to be one of the most informative. Good. Informative. And we got to know a little bit about your craziness. And Khan dug up some amazing fucking videos as he does. <laughs> oh, God. He's the best producer in the biz. Don't show that. 
It's sorry, Sean. I scared you guys sorry. forever now. <laughs> All right, let's not forget, please, uh, the following people. Uh, AdamandEve.com, they give you guys amazing offers just because you listen to the show. Put Free sa- Speech Coalition members, by the way. Some of our, thank you for their support. Oh. Adam and Eve is a big supporter of Free Speech Coalition, FYI. Sweet. Good that, for them. Now we Sorry love them even more. No, that's totally fine. <laughs> uh, if you put Sal in the promo code at checkout, you're going to receive the monthly everything that they offer for the month because you listen to the show, such as sometimes it's 50% off almost any item, three free DVDs, free shipping, and an exclusive product gift. It changes all the time. So just put Sal in the promo code and reap the benefits of listening to the best podcast in the industry. Also, SalGenoma.rocks is moving forward at a blistering pace with Khan's help. Um, SalGenoma.rocks will be up. I, I have uh, two people lined up that will blow your fucking mind that are going to help me out with that. You're going to love it. TwistedVisual.com. Always remember TwistedVisual.com. Let them know that you're a fan of the show. They have everything from from re- really in-depth storylines to crazy, dark, and twisted shit. Go to twistedvisual.com. Also, porndirectorpodcast.com should be your number one spot to go to. Uh, at porndirpod, at sal underscore genoa, facebook.com slash con.pdp. And you can always search for us on YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, vid.me, YouTube, and send us some emails. Again, please, Susie, run us by everything that you need social media-wise. Tell us. All right, you can find me at thewhorecast.com, at Suzy Q James on Twitter, on Instagram at the Real Whore Next Door, and on Snapchat at Suzy Q James. And don't forget, vote no on Prop 60 on November 8th in California. And, and all the social media, please, again, for the Free Speech Coalition. Oh, FSC Army is where you can find us on Twitter. I just joined. I just followed. I love that. And please find us always and become a member at freespeechcoalition.com. Con. Sal. As always, good Good talking porn. porn.